0: This is The World in Brief from The Economist. Atop Stories America's Congress began hearings about the riots of January 6, 2021. A bipartisan committee set out to prove that the supporters of Donald Trump, who stormed the Capitol, were part of an attempted coup. Investigators argued that the Proud Boys, a far-right group, coordinated the attack against the Capitol Police, and they demonstrated that Mr. Trump, still the president at that time, had been advised by his daughter Ivanka and other close aides that he had lost the election fair and square. Separately, the FBI arrested Ryan Kelly, a Republican standing for governor in Michigan, on charges connected to the riot. Vladimir Putin said it was his destiny to return and fortify lost Russian territory, just as it had been Peter the Great's. Russia's 21st century president lauded the Tsar's conquest of the Baltic coast in the 18th century. He wasn't taking anything away, he was returning it. Moreover, Mr. Putin said, when Peter the Great founded St. Petersburg, none of the countries of Europe recognised it as Russian. The president of the European Parliament said the institution stood firmly behind Ukraine's bid to become a candidate for joining the EU. Roberta Metsola was speaking at the Copenhagen Democracy Summit on a day devoted to a discussion on how to defend Ukraine, counter authoritarian powers and build an alliance of democracies. Factory gate inflation in China slowed in May, to its lowest rate in more than a year producer prices rose by 6.4% year-on-year, well below forecasts, as global commodity prices eased and COVID-19 restrictions reduced demand for steel, aluminium and other inputs. That, in turn, kept consumer price inflation in check, at 2.1%. In Japan, too, producer price inflation cooled in May, after reaching a 41-year high in April. Presidents Joe Biden and Jair Bolsonaro agreed to work together on several issues, including preventing further deforestation of the Brazilian Amazon. The pair were meeting for the first time at the Ninth Summit of the Americas in Los Angeles. Mr. Bolsonaro, who had once deemed Mr. Biden's election victory suspicious, said Brazil has a huge interest in getting closer and closer to the U.S., Truckers in South Korea threatened to disrupt semiconductor production as part of their ongoing protest over pay and freight rates. A strike, now into its fourth day, has already disrupted activity at several ports. On Thursday, an action at Hyundai Motor's biggest factory cut production in half. South Korea's government said it would remain neutral in the dispute. NASA, America's space agency, said it will launch a nine-month study of UFOs, or beg pardon, UAPs, unidentified aerial phenomena. Whether caused by Martian flying saucers or something more mundane, the boffins intend to study such data with an open mind, reasoning that any results may prove useful. Last summer, the Pentagon came clean about 16 years of its pilots' sightings. Fact of the day. 761. The minimum number of tanks that Russia has lost since the start of its invasion of Ukraine. And editor's note. Readers of the weekend edition of Espresso can now enjoy a mini-crossword based on articles from The Economist. Today's edition includes the answers to last week's puzzle. We're also now publishing audio editions three times a day, to suit listeners in various time zones. Subscribers can either listen directly from the Espresso app or add the audio edition to a preferred podcast app via economist.com forward slash espresso. Comments and suggestions always welcome at editor espresso at economist.com.
1: And now here's a deeper look at the day ahead. A high plateau for inflation in America. There's been much talk of America nearing peak inflation. The hope was that price pressures, though still high, were about to start dissipating. But data for May, due to be published on Friday, will show that the peak looks more like a plateau. And an elevated one at that. Economists forecast that consumer prices last month were 8.3% higher than a year earlier. Roughly the same annual increase as in March and April. Some of the blame belongs to the continued rise in oil prices, clearly evident at the petrol pump. Worryingly, though, core inflation, which strips out food and energy, is also expected to have remained high. That reflects rising prices for services, which stem in part from higher wages in an ultra-tight labor market. Given this backdrop, the Federal Reserve will forge ahead with further hefty interest rate increases. Consumers, companies, and investors weary of high inflation will be stuck with it for a while. A Cautious Reopening for Japanese Tourism Japan closed its borders soon after the pandemic began in 2020. Even the Tokyo Olympics last year were held without foreign spectators. On Friday, the country welcomes its first foreign tourists back. Yet the doors are only partially open. Entry comes with strict conditions. Those on officially approved guided tours can enter the country. Individual travelers remain barred. Eligibility is limited to visitors from 98 low-risk countries. Chaperones will watch over tourists throughout their visit, keeping records of their movements and ensuring they abide by pandemic precautions, including mask-wearing. Rule breakers risk being sent home. Japan will also cap overseas arrivals at 20,000 people per day. That is a far cry from pre-pandemic crowds. In 2019, nearly 32 million foreign tourists came to Japan, an average of more than 87,000 per day. But border controls remain popular among the Japanese. A full reopening is unlikely, at least until after elections to Japan's upper house in early July. Missing in the Amazon. The search continues for Dom Phillips, a British journalist, and Bruno Araujo Pereira, his Brazilian guide and expert in indigenous affairs. The pair went missing in the Javari Valley, an indigenous territory in the Brazilian Amazon, on Sunday. The region is known for uncontacted tribes who shun contact with the outside world. As in many parts of the Amazon, illegal loggers, miners, and fishermen, as well as drug traffickers, have increased their activities in the valley in recent years. These incursions have sparked tensions with indigenous groups, some of which have tipped into violence. Mr. Pereira reportedly received death threats before his trip, although it is unclear from whom. Brazil's authorities have been slow to respond. President Jair Bolsonaro, who has long been disdainful of the media, dismissed the men's reporting trip as an adventure. He drew criticism for not deploying the army quickly enough. The world was already watching the Amazon as deforestation accelerated on Mr. Bolsonaro's watch. Now they have more reasons to worry. A bumpy takeoff for the airline industry the pandemic denied passengers both the joy and pain of travel, as borders were closed and airlines grounded their fleets. Now, as countries reopen, the urge among travelers to make up for lost time is causing misery in Europe and America. Passengers heading to airports on Friday are nervous after weeks of packed airports and delayed or canceled flights which have left hordes of dissatisfied customers. Some have even been stranded abroad. But this is a sign that aviation is getting back to normal. The number of seats on offer worldwide is close to pre-pandemic levels, but the pace of recovery caught the industry by surprise. Airports in particular are struggling to cope with a sharp increase in passengers and to replace workers laid off during the pandemic. Staff shortages caused by dismissals of ground and air crew during the pandemic have already caused some airlines to forego adding even more capacity to meet the surging demand. Add the sky-high oil price, and a hot summer could be followed by a difficult winter. (laughs) BTS's new album prepares for liftoff. Nine years after releasing their first single, BTS, a South Korean boy band, have become one of the world's most successful groups. One of the few K-pop outfits to break America, BTS has racked up a string of number ones and a Grammy nomination. The group has political influence, too. The seven boys have visited the White House and spoken at the UN. In August, their single, Dynamite, which has 1.5 billion views on YouTube, will travel to space, courtesy of South Korea's first lunar orbiter. The release of BTS's new album, Proof, on Friday, has attracted corresponding hype. Yet this three-disc release is a little different. It features greatest hits from throughout the band's career, along with previously unheard demos and three new tracks. Cynics will draw comparisons to the interminable box sets put out by aging rock stars keen on bolstering their pensions, but the world-beaters of BTS, none of whose members is yet 30, can safely ignore the naysayers. Daily Quiz What was the first Broadway musical to be written by Lynn manuel Miranda? Thursday. Which actress won two Oscars in the 1970s for Clute and Coming Home? The winners of last week's crossword. Thank you to everyone who took part in our new weekly crossword, published in the weekend edition of Espresso. The winners, chosen at random from each continent, were Asia. Rahul Kumar, Robert Skanj, India North America Todd Johnson, Ontario, Canada Central and South America Sylvia Froond, San Salvador, El Salvador Europe Brian O'Connor, Limerick, Ireland Africa Ewan Hickling, Pretoria, South Africa Oceania Graham McGuire and Carolyn Llewellyn Como, Australia They all gave the correct answers of Coral Reefs, Congo, LGFV, and Samoa. Finally, here's the quote of the day from Alexander the Great. Know ye not that the end and object of conquest is to avoid doing the same thing as the conquered? That's the World in Brief from The Economist